Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's dig into some good old-fashioned racism, huh? Shall we? Because there's all kinds of stuff out there. We have all kinds of stuff come. We'll, we'll talk about all kinds of stuff to come. I don't know why I can't talk. Why didn't Bob Iger end up saving Disney? What happened there? What is going on with the white libs and the mental health problems? What is their next plan to try to convince us to support all these endless foreign wars? Trump being removed from the ballot. Like, we have all these things to come. I want to get to this email, though. Remember, I'll take some emails. Love, hate, death threats. You can send it all to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. And about a half hour from now, remind me, Chris, we're going to read a few of those emails. I asked you to email in with government waste you've seen in your life. If you were in the military or work for the government, oh, there are some doozies in there. I got this one, though, and it ties right into something. Jesse, as a black conservative who loves your show and appreciates what you do, 
the risk to yourself and your family is real, and you do it anyway. Com- commitment or 101 at its finest. Back to being black, he says. How do I fit into this white supremacy accusation by the left? Am I grouped into this Nazi thing? How does that work? I had to listen to Biden say if I wasn't black, or I wasn't black if I didn't vote for him. So am I in a unique niche? Having supported Trump in the past and having hatred for vile communist scum and a full support of our right to firearms to defend ourselves against tyranny. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Be safe. Please don't use my name due to law enforcement affiliations, and I will not. Okay, guy says I'm black. So how do I fit into this white supremacy accusation? Okay. Well, there's something we have to talk about, and we've covered it before, but but we always have to be aware of this because this can be hard to remember. This can be very, very hard to remember. It's hard to remember that the communists are lying about everything at all times and i'm gonna i'm gonna just stay with me here for a second everything at all times the communist thrives on his lies and your apathy those are the two things that fuels a communist how the american communist how the cultural marxist works is this he pretends as if he's campaigning on behalf of a specific group and that he's going to be their champion. He's going to help them and he's going to hurt the people they consider to be enemies. Black people are one of the main groups he's done this to in this country. They vote over 92% Democrat. Democrat after Democrat after Democrat. They rely on black votes. However, it can be it could be easy to fall into this trap, no matter what color your skin is. Black, white, red, I don't care what color your skin is. It can be easy to fall into the trap of thinking, wow, they really do care more about black people. Or they care at all about black people or sexual orientation, you know, with all the gay LGBTQ demon mob stuff or or the feminists. It's, it's easy because of their branding to talk yourself into them actually believing that stuff. But you're not dealing with race activists who care about skin color. You're not dealing with uh, LGBTQ activists who care if you join the Air Force. You're not dealing with feminists. You're, you're not dealing with people who care about anything but destruction. That is their religion. Their religion is destruction. Remember, remember I told you about my New York City tour guide and we've been playing that Jake Tapper cup cut, but I could play you a million cuts from any Democrat in this country. What is their worldview? What is it? America sucks. Everything really comes from that point of view. America sucks. It's a bad place. We don't deserve any nice things. We're bad, flat out evil, they might say. And that, that's not even a far left, you know, AOC worldview. That's the worldview of most Democrats in the country. There's a reason. And you talk to anybody who's ever knocked on doors for a campaign, maybe for themselves or for someone else. I personally have done it many times. There's a reason you have voter registration of the people who live in this house or that house. But if you're a Republican, you always knock on the doors that have American flags. Why? Because that person who lives in that house might not be a Republican, but they are never a Democrat. 
Democrats do not fly the American flag. Their entire basis, the entire religion is America sucks. America sucks. America sucks. And their entire goal is to burn down this country that sucks. That's what they believe in. But they know you're not going to allow them to do that if they actually just lead with that. I'm running for president. I'm Jesse Kelly, Democrat, and I think this country sucks. Elect me, and I will burn it to the ground. No one's going to vote for me. But you know who, you know what might make people vote for me? I'm Jesse Kelly, and black people have been oppressed. And if you vote for me, I will get you more stuff and I will hurt the people who've oppressed you. And I'm Jesse Kelly. And uh, the LGBTQ people. Why are you gay? You are seriously oppressed. And if you elect me, I'll let you wave as many penises as you want in front of the kids in this country. It can be your right. Elect me and I'll do it. And you can be easy to listen to that campaign platform and actually believe that gay people or black people or whoever ever even enter my mind. But those thoughts never enter these people's minds. And let me be clear about something. While the fruits of their labor end up resulting in racism and systemic racism, which we are actually going to talk about here in just a minute, they're not actually racist. This is something the lame idiot losers on the right have said forever. Democrats are the real racist guys. Actually, no, they're not. They really genuinely do not care about skin color. Either your a follower, a devoted follower of their religion who is helping bring about the destruction they want, or you're the enemy. So your question was, hey, as a black conservative, how do they look at me? Well, the enemy. They never cared about your skin color before. They don't care about it now. They'll say horrible things to you, don't get me wrong. If you actually came out as a black conservative on online or something like that, you'd be treated to the N-word and all kinds of horrible things like that. That's how they operate. But even then, you shouldn't take that personally and assume they're racist. They're really genuinely not. If you changed your ways and went back to following their religion tomorrow, they'd treat you like a million bucks again. No, no, no. Hey, welcome back to the fold. <laughs> nice. Hey, They're religious zealots. You're dealing with religious zealots. If you buy into the branding they sell, you can never take these people on. Well, they do care more about women. Or they are nicer to, to, to illegals. Or to, they don't care about any of those people. Do you know that there's two groups of illegals the Biden administration has deported and said they're not allowed here? Two groups. You know who they are? Venezuelans and Cubans. So... We've allowed our country to be flooded with millions of illegals from all over the planet. Central, South America, China, the Middle East, everywhere. And yet Venezuelans and Cubans keep getting rejected. Why do you think that is? Those are the two groups that are escaping communism. Those are the two groups that aren't going to be guaranteed votes for Democrats. Have you talked to a freaking Cuban? You ever been to Miami? Those are the most hardcore freedom lo I love Cubans. They're the most hardcore commie-hating, freedom-loving people in the world. Granted, you have to be you have to be careful if you're dating their women, they can get pretty dangerous, but they are the best. Cubans are the freaking best. And I'm not just talking about their coffee. 
Why? They've seen the other side of it. They've seen the true evil of it. And Democrats, they rely on people not hating communism because they know that's exactly what they are. Don't ever fall for the branding. So many people, not just on the left, forget about them, so many people on the right have fallen for the branding that they're more pro this or pro that. They're not pro anything but destruction. That's all they care about. There's a reason everything they touch dies because that is the intention. The intention is to kill it. And we always have to come back to this and remember this, and we're going to get to this systemic racism stuff here in a minute. We always have to remember, when you look around at everything that's being destroyed, it's intentional. The destruction is intentional. It's not an accident. They're not tearing apart the value of our money by accident. The border isn't open by accident. Um, Our food supply. They're not destroying our food supply by accident. You're horrified by food prices, and you think, well, someone screwed up. No. They've stated on camera that that is their intention. We have got to be intentional ourselves. Part of that is go to Good Ranchers for your meat. Not only all American meat, 100% American meat sourced, a transparent vaccination policy. And believe me when I tell you that's about to get real important in this country. Good ranchers, the people who run it, you know that they're all about God and country just like you, me. Stop getting your meat at the grocery store. Get it delivered to your front door. Go pick out a box. They have various boxes depending on what your meat needs are and have it delivered to your front door. GoodRanchers.com. Code Jesse gets you 30 bucks off, so make sure you save some money. And free express shipping on your box. GoodRanchers.com. Promo code Jesse. Get my meat delivered to you. The best meat there is. All right. Boy, that words, that term, systemic racism, sure did get thrown around a lot. But what is it? And do we have it here? Let's talk about it. He doesn't care if you believe him. But he's right. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly show. All right, let, we'll get to we'll get to the systemic racism in just a second. I just have to give a really, really, really important show update in case you were worried. First of all, I'm not going to engage in that hypothetical because Joe Biden is very much alive and running for re-election. Woo! That is a load off. <laughs> all right. Now, what is racism? And what is it versus systemic racism? Because there is a big, big difference. There's a big difference. Okay, racism. You obviously know what that is. I'm not going to insult your intelligence. Disliking somebody for the color of their skin, for their race. And maybe you are a little bit racist. Prejudice, keep in mind, it is human nature. It is part of our nature we need to fight against. But everyone holds some sort of prejudice. Maybe yours is against a skin color. Maybe it's against a religion, a nationality. But everyone holds some prejudice in their hearts. Maybe you don't like short people, and that would be understandable. But everyone, left-handed people, everyone hates them. Everyone holds some sort of prejudice in their hearts, all right? But is that dangerous? Well, it can be on an individual level, for sure. For sure, if I'm, uh, okay, I'm white. Obviously, everyone knows I'm white trash, so I'm white. If I'm in an area where there's a Mexican dude and he hates white people, 
that certainly could be dangerous to me. Maybe he goes crazy one day, decides to uh, uh, shoot at me or something like that. Well, that would be dangerous. But for the most part, if there's a Mexican dude in my area who hates white people, that doesn't really affect me. Why would, honestly, why would it affect me? If, if I, if I, if I hated uh, uh, black people, if I hated black people, and you're black, would it affect you? Now it might offend you, and it's not good, but it wouldn't really affect your life, right? I'm not in charge of your job. I'm not uh, going to put your family in danger. I'm not in charge of the legal system. So individual prejudice and racism, while obviously not good, it's actually not the end of the world. It's not that dangerous. What is dangerous to people is systemic racism. Like, uh, let's, go, let's go back to segregation in our country. Look, we have a great example of it. Yes, there were a bunch of people in this country that did not like black people. Now, that in and of itself is not good. I'm not going to celebrate it. But where it got bad was when the racism got systemic. Hey, you can't go to school here. You can't eat here. You can't do this. That's systemic racism. You get arrested for crimes you didn't commit, and you get sentenced to longer sentences. That's systemic racism that is a big, big, big deal. One individual white guy on the corner saying, I hate black people. Okay, he's a turd, but it's really not that big of a deal. If the justice system in your country, the legal system, the politicians, the education system, if those things become prejudiced against you in any way, now that's a really big deal. We have that here in America now. And... I don't know why more people don't talk about it. There is systemic racism against white people in this country. It is pushed everywhere. They are very bold about it now. Yeah, this is a scholar, Yaba Blay. I want you to listen to her. Listen to this. It's not that just some turd thinks like this. This is now systemic in the country, and I'll give you an example once she's done. White people, I need you to know that your money will not assuage you from your guilt. You cannot pay your way out of this. There aren't enough reparations in the world that you can pay us. And so you think because you write a check or you slide me something in Venmo that you're absolved and you can tell somebody, well, I gave Dr. Blay $100. I'm not racist. Dr. Blay is going to spend your $100 and still tell you that you're racist. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, really awesome stuff. Now, Yaba Blay hating white people and thinking someone owes her a reparations check or whatever, that's not a big deal. Going to prison, being denied a pardon for the color of your skin, that is a big deal. Headline, Healy, that's Governor Mara Healy of Massachusetts, said Tuesday she'll weigh in a host of factors including racial disparities, a person's sexual identity, and a person's age when they were convicted of a crime when considering requests for pardons or commutations marking a major expansion of past guidelines. You see, normal citizen Mara Healy hating white people, that ain't a big deal. The governor of a state 
deciding based on the color of my skin that I don't get a pardon and the black tranny next to me does, that just became a really, really, really big deal. And it has infected every single part of this country, and it's despicable. It's awful. They're even, they're even going to distribute border funds just so Whitey can't get it. We do intend to engage extensively with border communities as well as interior cities with respect to the allocation of the funds should Congress uh, execute on what we believe is desperately needed. And we will be fair and equitable and ensure that the funds are distributed according to where the need is greatest. Fair and equitable. You know exactly what that means. It's systemic in this country. Go look at college scholarships. Go look at what they're doing in the legal system now. Systemic, ugly, and awful. And something Republicans should be bold enough to speak about more. But of course they don't, of course. Well, no, no, no. Oh, too busy navel-gazing. Now, let's talk about something awesome. That was enough ugly. Let's talk about something awesome. I was talking to my father-in-law this past weekend about how much I love my Mantis X. I love it because I'm lazy. You see... I want to practice with my weapon, and I know that I have to practice with my weapon. I know that when my adrenaline's pumping, when I'm scared, I will not be fast and accurate unless I've trained. But I don't want to go to the range all the time. It'd be nice if I had one installed in the building in free ammo, but I don't have either of those things. Mantis X allows me to practice in my home. In the comfort of my home, I'm dry fire practicing. I'm getting really, really deadly with my new Springfield Hellcat because of Mantis X. They're putting me through drills, right-handed, left-handed, kneeling. But they're going to make you good with your weapon. The Green Berets use it. The Marines use it for a reason. MantisX.com is where you go get one. Go get one. You'll save a fortune on ammo, range, fees. MantisX.com. Get one and get it now. Jesse Kelly. Back soon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast is 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Tuesday. By the way, happy Halloween. It's tonight, right, Chris? It is tonight. Did I forget to do that at the beginning of the show? I did. Well, Halloween's well, Halloween sucks now. For well, let, I take that back. Here are the stages of Halloween, in my opinion. This is one. This is a, a man's opinion on Halloween. First of all, early on in life, from your baby to the time he or she's two or so, the kid doesn't care about Halloween. This is a time for moms to dress up their babies like their little Barbie dolls and parade the baby around the neighborhood. Ah, look at little, look at Aiden, how cute he is. But Aiden doesn't give a crap. That's why he's eating his Spider-Man mask. He doesn't know what's going on. Then you hit the sweet spot of Halloween for a kid until 10, 11, maybe, about that time, the costumes stop being cool because your imagination doesn't work that way anymore. When you're five and you put on a cop outfit, you're a cop. When you're 11, you get the, it's pretend and these handcuffs are plastic. All right, you want real handcuffs? You got to go over to Dome. <laughs> anyway, stop. Then Halloween goes into this wasteland period, at least for boys, because once the costume stops being cool, What's the point of any of this? So you don't really get dressed up at all. Uh, yeah, maybe you go grab a couple candy bars, but you know, there's no excitement in it. Honestly, it's pretty shallow. It's very, very shallow. And then you turn 16 or 17, and then you discover the girls enjoy dressing up for Halloween and making themselves look really hot for Halloween. So 
From that point, when you're a dude, 16 or 17, Halloween is about the dimes. Then eventually you will find yourself married to one of those dimes. Then Halloween sucks again for a while. Let me explain. Let me explain, Chris. You're going to experience this. Chris, Jewish producer Chris, am I allowed to say on air? Have we said that on air about the, 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 okay, Chris, all right, Jewish producer, Jewish producer Chris and his wife, they're pregnant, their baby on the way. Once the baby happens, Chris, the trick or treaters, they're going to end up getting annoying as a young, actually, they probably already are for you. As a young man, it ends up getting annoying because you lack patience. I already know you lack patience. And so after a while, it's okay. But then after a while, you're thinking an hour or two, all right, I'm annoyed. Because what happens is the wife insists you get up and come to the door with her. Oh, my gosh, you got to come look at this little look at glued. Oh, take a picture. And it's just the worst thing in the world. But then you get old like me. I'm 42 now. And now I'm at this, I'm at the stage in my life. Where I am really looking forward to getting, well, when we're done with the show tonight, not that I'm looking forward to getting the show done, going home and actually seeing the kids and handing out candy to the kids. It brings joy to me to see the kids like that. And now that I'm full-size candy bar Kelly, full-size Reese's Cups this year, full-size Crunch Bars, we were going to get Hershey's, but we didn't, full-size the, the Starbucks packs, now I'm over there. Like, 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 like a wealthy person, Chris, handing out full-size Reese's cups, and that'll make me even cooler to the kids in the neighborhood. Now, I will say, um, that only lasts, my joy only lasts until the first child doesn't thank me, and then I'll be in a bad mood the rest of the time, and I'll just tell the wife to hand, or my sons, I'll make the sons come down, and you, know, you hand out the rest of the candy for some reason. Why do people do that? Have your kids say thank you. It's it's Halloween is the ultimate time to teach your kids basic manners. Trick or treat, you get something, you say thank you. Look them in the eye and say thank you from the earliest age. Or when our boys could walk, they they had to stand there at the door and say thank you, or else they had to put the candy back. I don't know why that's not a thing anymore. Anyway, look at me, old man Jesse. <laughs> Shut up, Chris. We're moving on. Let's get to a couple emails here before we get back to other things. Jesse, it's plain as day watching China, Russia, and Iran working together to weaken the U.S. They conspire to destabilize our our daughter, our our daughter, our dollar, pour water in the cracks of our divided country, and try to finish us off by depleting our weaponry through Ukraine and finish the job through supplying Israel. We know what's next as China's quest to take uh, Taiwan creeps even closer. Has there ever been a historical equivalent where numerous challengers to the world superpower of the time worked together to destabilize and bring down their reign. Yes and no, and and I'll say it this way. Remember, when empires start to come apart, when they start to go downhill, we we can play a trick in our minds, at least I do this, if I think about the rise and fall of an empire, any empire, what does your what does your graph look like, or what image is in your head? I'll tell you what's in my head. What's in my head is a mountain, basically a triangle, a perfect triangle, right? A perfect triangle is sitting there, and the rise takes you know a certain amount of time, two hundred years they will rise, and then they hit their peak, 
And then, of course, it will take 200 years for them to slowly come back down. But the truth is, historically, that's not the case at all. Sometimes it is. Sometimes, like the Roman Empire, it will take as long to fall as it took to rise. It just takes a long time to come apart. Other times, though, yeah, the rise takes 200 years. The fall, real quick. Because... Things tend to come apart on them all at once. Uh, we were talking about the Byzantines a lot lately. There's actually a fascinating, there are so many fascinating things about the fall of the Byzantines, but, uh, there, there was a man named Angelos. Angelos, right? Angelos had been an emperor of the Byzantine, uh, of Constantinople. He was the emperor. But this was a period of time where they were in constant chaos there. They were constantly being usurped, and there was palace intrigue, and there'd be a civil war here. Anyway, long story short, the man finds himself kicked out of the empire. Boom, you're gone, leave, see you later. He's kicked out. He is staying with a friend, essentially. He's, He's being put up in exile, and we don't know whether he actually believed this, and we think we do historically, but he believed, we think, that the people of Constantinople were longing to have him back as emperor, longing to have him back. And here's what happened. A fourth crusade kicks off. They're going to go kick the Muslims out of Jerusalem again. Doesn't end up working out all that well. They end up attacking some Christian places to try to fund the crusade. The Pope is excommunicating them. It's a big old, big old mess, right? Angelos decides to take advantage of this. Take advantage of what? Well, there's this crusader army that's dying for money and supplies. They need equipment. Angelos steps in and he says, Hey, guys, you want a real crusade? I am the rightful emperor of Constantinople. Fight for me. Go back and take Constantinople with me. And what I will do is I will pay off all of your debt And I will fund your crusade so you can go take Jerusalem. Because as soon as you put me back in power, I will have access to the endless wealth, the, quote, endless wealth that he thought was in Constantinople at the time. And then everything is, 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 is solved, right? He brings them along. They agree. They, quote, attack Constantinople. It wasn't much of an attack because there wasn't much of a defense at the time. But... Long story short, boom, they're successful. He gets in there, sits down on the throne. Now, this was an empire that was running things like 15 minutes ago. For all of Europe, they were the big dog. How'd it go here? We'll talk about that in in just a moment. Before we get to that, let's do this. Let's talk about, I want to talk to women for a second, although this applies to men just as well. But women... It's easy to convince yourself that things are safe when you want them to be safe. And just hear me out on this. This is a conversation I used to have to have with my wife all the time. I would tell her, hey, I want you to carry something on you to defend yourself when you're out working out. You're taking the dog on a walk. You're going for a jog. You're paddle boarding. Whatever you're going to do, you need to have something on you. And the response used to be, that's ridiculous. I shouldn't have to do that. You're right. You shouldn't have to do that. 
But we have violent predators all over the place in this society. Especially now that the Soros prosecutors are turning them all loose. Please carry something on you at all times. Carry a hero arrow on you at all times. It, it's small. It's like a TV remote. It's non-lethal. You don't need a concealed carry permit. You blast that pepper gel in some guy's eyes, he's finished, and you're alive. Hero2020.com, code JESSE, gets you a special discount. Hero2020.com, code JESSE. State restrictions may apply. Get the cure for rhinos. Weekdays with the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And yes, I'm going to get to the government waste thing here in just a minute. I have a couple government waste emails I wanted to get to. We have so much more to get to, but I want to finish this little story because we were kind of talking about the death of empires and they're all kind of piling up on us right now and how this works. Anyway, so Constantinople, the Byzantines, they have an empire empire. They have territories everywhere. You know, it's a lot more than just Constantinople. They're an empire. Angelos gets these mercenaries from the Fourth Crusade. They take Constantinople back for him. And they took it because he promised them, I will pay off all your debts, and then I will fund your next crusade. They put him on the throne. He goes, I would love to have been there for this moment. This is one of those historical moments I would love to have gone there, been uh, that I'd love to have seen. He goes to the treasury, opens up the door, and it's empty. There is no more treasury. You see, Angelos, just, just like all these Americans today, politicians, Republican and Democrat, who talk as if they have money or something like that, Angelos thought it was 100 years ago. But times change. You hear Mitch McConnell? So this is not solely about helping Ukraine. It's also about getting us ready for the bigger challenges we have ahead. Out in Asia. Yeah, McConnell out there. We need more money. We need more money. We need... But but the door was open and the treasury was looted. Anyway, anyway, back to the story. The Crusaders don't, uh, they don't take this news all that well. And they begin pillaging the city. They're looting churches, pillaging neighborhoods, they're doing this oftentimes with the aid of the leadership of the city. The empire itself begins to shatter because the money's gone, the military's gone, and now everybody knows it. So their foreign territories all slowly but surely, I shouldn't say slowly, quickly, they all go away. They break off and go out on their own. Or another superpower comes in and snaps them up. By the time this whole thing's over, there's no more Byzantine Empire, Eastern Roman Empire. All they have left is Constantinople. When bad things happen to an empire, oftentimes they all happen at once. And there's a variety of reasons for this. I have my own personal belief system about that. I personally believe, and I don't have any evidence of this, so don't take, don't write this in stone. I personally believe that sometimes God is just flat out done with an empire and he makes sure they're about to go away. And the reason I say this is I've studied the fall of so many empires and there are so many things that happen at the end that don't make sense. Like, wait a minute. 
we were we were just we just had a civil war and we don't have any money left and and the black plague just got here and now there was a big earthquake what what that doesn't anyway so whatever the reasoning is even if you take god out of it whenever your top dog whenever your top dog no matter how well you handle it no matter how nice you are there are always a a bunch of countries who want to knock you off that spot and they dream of it and when they see you begin to falter that oftentimes is all they need to pile up to join up and push you over and that's what i've been trying to warn about over and over again in this country we don't we don't have what we did have that doesn't mean we're finished at all it really does it does not mean that we're finished that's not what i'm saying what it means is we have got to start looking internally and fixing our problems internally there is no more arsenal of democracy leaders of the free world stuff there is no more of that because the treasury is empty empty gone all the money's gone we have to fix our divisions here at home or nothing else matters right nothing else matters by the way before i get to this government waste these are some good ones I want to do this really quickly. Let's do make sure that even with all the crap going on, we are still caring for widows and orphans as we've been commanded to do. I love Tunnel to Towers because Tunnel to Towers cares for widows and orphans. They take these gold star families, these fallen first responder families. Mom doesn't come home. Dad doesn't come home. And they come alongside them. They're paying off mortgages for them. They're building smart homes for our catastrophically injured veterans. They're building these people an entire community down there in Florida. 11 bucks a month is what they need from you. 11 bucks a month. You'd never know it's gone. Sign up to give it automatically. T2T.org. T, the number two, T.org. All right? All right. I asked for some examples, and you can still send these in if you want. If you were in the military or government of any kind, and you have first-hand knowledge of waste, horrific waste, I want you to send it in. Because the, the things these people do, it really is amazing. I, I, look, that latest headline, Treasury to borrow $776 billion in the final three months of the year. And look, we were already playing the Mitch McConnell bit. And the truth is, this waste happens. These people do these things because it's not their money. That's why government is so broken and so wasteful because it's not their money. Therefore, they don't care for it at all. It's not only your money. They've stolen so much of it that they feel like they have an unlimited supply of it. And since it's not theirs, they just spend money here and spend money there without a second thought. Listen to this one. Jay Steele. After Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans, Hurricane Wilma ran across southern Florida a few weeks later. FEMA's resources were spread thin in New Orleans, so the government reached out to volunteer fire departments across the U.S. looking for folks who had clean backgrounds. I was 23, no wife, no kids, so I thought it'd be a good experience. It was basically a two-month South Florida vacation. We were given inflated housing allowance and per diem due to the disaster declaration. 
Me and my three buddies pooled our housing money and rented a two-story apartment with marble floors on South Beach, just steps away from the Atlantic Ocean. Rent was $1,600 per day. We did data collection during the day and hit the Miami clubs at night. We regularly ate Red Lobster for lunch. Oh, that's that's how you know you've got what, Chris? That's how you know you've got it good. With our $87 per day per food per diem. All of this was completely within the FEMA rules. Unreal, he says. Says I can say his name. His name is Matt. Oh, I have more stories. I have more stories. It's just the disdain they have for you, for me, for our money. It is something to behold. You know what? I'm going to get to these stories, and then we're going to get to, well, white libs being insane people. And Joe Biden. Why isn't Joe Biden on the Democrat ballot in New Hampshire. He should be on the Democrat primary ballot. They're calling it a mistake. Is it really a mistake, though? Let's dig into that in a bit more in the final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Hang on. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.